0: Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over. And I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life. And I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture wise, you, you just can't beat it. Hero bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so Freaking good! You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their. If you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is, just because like, if I'm gonna make a wrap or I'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm gonna use hero bread because I get to eat without all the guilt, and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S 1-0 at hero.co.
1: Yeah,
0: like I'm saying too, like don't ever look towards an influencer to tell you where your moral compass should go. Are you out of your fucking mind? I literally stuffed my pants with two socks the other day and I put it on my Instagram feed and you're asking me about the war in fucking Palestine and Israel? Are you out of your mind? In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have Ed back from fucking Seattle cheers
2: cheers you
0: were in seattle for a very fucking long time
2: (laughs) yeah i kind of go in like months now in spurts because like um the last two times it was my mom going to korea again and then i went back and this time though it was so much easier because i actually didn't have to be there like all the fucking time oh really why not um because my mom finally hired a competent employee oh have you ever had one of those no they are fucking amazing <laughs> we had so when my parents had the store right we
0: tried having a couple of employees and the two times we had employees they stole from us Dude. and
2: it and with clock 100 100 it's like you they you just have to factor it in yeah that these like you know a 20 buck bill or some yeah. shit a 100 something it's gonna go missing a case of beer you know something's gonna go missing my mom's
0: like very meticulous, right? Mm-hmm. So especially when it comes to a cash business, you absolutely have to be meticulous. Yeah. And we have cameras in the store. Yeah. So, you know, it would be like a month or two would go by things are great, and then suddenly a hundred dollars missing. And my mom's like, There's no way a hundred dollars missing because she's in the store with them. Yeah. And she's like, Okay, let me go. And you know, she'll talk to them. It's like, Oh, you know, we lost blah blah blah. And my dad's like, Okay, we'll check the cameras and they get nervous and mm-hmm. they don't come back. Yeah. It's like the yeah. fuck, man? And it sucks too because so when my parents were doing the store, you know, at the time they started hiring uh, people who are like longtime customers, like their kids,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And so we have rapport with them. For, it's it's dope too. Their, their parents are fine too. And guess what happens after they steal, their parents come back, they drag their fucking kid in. They're like, give them their fucking money back. Oh shit. And it's like, you never let, la- don't you ever come back to the store without me? It's like the only time you're allowed in the store is if I come with you. And they're, you know, we told them it's fine. They're like, no, it's not fine. They stole from you.
2: Right. Yeah,
0: so, you know, they got a fucking ass whooping when they got home or some shit happened yeah, to dude, them, but it my, sucked.
2: My mom's got like a zero tolerance for like that shit too. I mean, I told you about the, the, uh, employee, the, the guy who has the lawnmower, oh, yeah. the rides around lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. That guy, man. He, uh, I I told you about the time like he just like stole a, a fucking case of like I mean a carton of cigarettes. Yeah, those are like literally the most expensive thing you can have at a gas station. A hundred percent. Yeah, and especially uh, in Seattle, cigarettes are fucking expensive. Yeah, the taxes. in Seattle. I, when I got back to the store, I'm like, this is
0: fucking ridiculous, dude. So I started uh, um, I started buying weed. Right. Yeah. I had no idea California has like a thirty percent tax. Yeah. On fucking weed, dude. It's so expensive. It is insane because i've been instead of taking gummies i'm just taking like a like an indica like vape yeah dip. so yeah it hits a little fast it's off it doesn't hit as hard but mm-hmm. it's good enough to help me fall asleep and then i was checking out i'm like excuse me <laughs> like what what is this and i looked at it a 30 percent tax on weed are you yeah.
2: insane yeah that's why you gotta go on happy hours that's why every cannabis store now in la you're gonna have a happy hour where it's like 20 30 off where you essentially you're not paying that tax.
0: Yeah, so what I well, I didn't know that a lot of these like weed stores they'll like first time customers they'll get rid of that 30% tax. So I'm just going to different. <laughs> yeah, when they br- open brand new, right? Yeah, yeah I'm doing that. too. Yeah. I'm just doing my rounds. Yeah, so I got um I forgot what brand it was, but it's a you know, pretty well known brand, but Yeah. See? That's dizzy. It's uh it's something else, but uh and I and I just got a bunch of pre-rolls, right? Yeah. I absolutely hate rolling my own stuff.
2: Yeah. I don't like you it. You just get tired. of There's like a, a, like a, I don't know, there's just a, a kick to it when you do it the first time. Yeah, 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 Like the movies, and then you try to smoke it. It looks like shit. Yeah. It's fucking falling apart. My you're shit like... always <laughs> falls apart.
0: And you see other people, they're like so meticulous with yeah. it. I'm like, or I can just get it professionally done. Just get it done, yeah. And then you're pretty good to go. Oh, yeah. Whatever the fuck you guys had at Big Bear, that shit Shot me to the moon, dude. Oh, yeah. And then I remember your you're like, just take one puff. And I took one <laughs> puff and I sat there and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you guys smoked that whole thing, though.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the level of tolerance like we've been at, dude. So, what's that stuff uh, uh, around the. Because, uh, listen, Keith. I'm, right? That's the, Keith. The so, dust. what's Keith? Keith is like, so, like, you know, when you roll your own stuff, you need a grinder, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you grind that shit and then you put it in the. Well, underneath it, there's a second uh, compartment. And under there's all that dust. Mm. That's that crystal dust on the leaves that gets you high. But when you're grinding it, it falls off, right? Mm. And then the bottom of it catches it. Like, let's say you're running out of weed. And you just got a little bit left. Collect that shit. Put it on top. You're going to the moon. <laughs> so that's even more potent than it's the other crazy stuff. crazy potent. So, what so what these we... motherfuckers yeah. dip their fucking joints in wax. So also, it's, it's, so it's covered in a wax, right? Which is also strong as fuck. And then they use that as a gluing agent to cover it in teeth. That makes a lot of sense. So that's where you're just like, yeah. So when we smoked blasted. that, you know, I had
0: like the little vape thing, right? Uh, I took a couple of puffs. I was like, oh, it's not bad. And I think it's because the last time I smoked was that mm-hmm. shit. I was like, oh,
2: there's levels to this there's stuff. There's a thing about weed. Like whenever, if you ever have a bad trip, you won't have one again. Like when you smoke that way again. Like, yeah, you're so will,
0: crazy, yeah, dude. Yeah. That thing was nuts. That that boosted my tolerance to something else because whatever Dan has mm-hmm. is only that shit. Yeah. And so, your guys' level of smoking is so crazy. When I started smoking
2: the other stuff, I'm like, yeah, that's a bet. You, <laughs> you got to remember, like, remember how we used to drink? Oh, yeah, before yeah. Before yeah. we yeah. discovered weed? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, we're just like, I mean, even our doctors are just like, yeah, go ahead. Like, rather than binge drinking and getting fucked up getting blacked out, doing God knows what. <laughs> well, that's the you thing know? too,
0: for me, for the longest time, I didn't want to smoke weed because I had this weird thing of like, like if I became a dad and my kid wanted to do drugs, it's like, well, dad never did drugs ever. Mm-hmm. And it was during the time everybody was doing it, right? Right. Not anymore. Papa, <laughs> papa doing some weed. It's you like, know? you get it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, cause it's either that or I don't sleep. Yeah. Right. And I know a lot of people are like, well, there's other ways to, listen, I've done sleep studies, sleeping pills, high activity, whatever the fuck that it is. Mm-hmm. And the problem isn't me getting to sleep, it's me sleeping and staying asleep. Yeah. So uh, prior to that, because people were telling me that if you smoke weed, you don't get REM sleep, then yeah. what the fuck have I been getting? Because I've been feeling great. You feel great, right? Yeah, like I feel rested and I hadn't felt rested in years. So I started taking like CBD products and uh, THC gummies or whatever for like almost like five years,
2: five, six years now. So for me though, is like, I would- I would, um, like every year I'll take a break and then maybe I won't smoke for a couple of weeks to a month to whoever, how long yeah right? until one day I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And you remember last summer I was off weed for a good bit
1: mm-hmm.
2: and man, um, here's the truth. Yes. There's a clarity. Yes. I'm more active. Yes. Um, there's like a focus fact. Like, yes. Time goes by faster. My days go by, I can't sleep. Yeah. And when I do sleep, I have the most fucked up nightmares. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, like crazy dreams. Now here's the thing, um, that's because I I suffer from PTSD. Yeah. So, so like um, the nightmare part is just like the shit that comes with it. I can't do anything. What's the about worst it? nightmare that you had? I'll tell you one of mine. When I when, right. I don't like sativa
0: because yeah. I keep getting fucking nightmares. And My nightmares are weird. Yeah, Do you want know my fucking nightmare was? Okay, what was? My it? nightmare was I was at a club, and there was a club in Sacramento that closed down, right? And the the club closed down because a dude got stabbed to death there, mm-hmm. and it just like gang violence would happen there all the time. So, it was me as an adult now, and I was inside this club that I remember when I was a kid because it was an eighteen and under club uh, on the weekdays and an eighteen and over club on the weekends, and so we, <laughs> I was there, and then I was on the wall, and this ugly ass girl
2: was grinding on me (laughs) right this is my nightmare yeah exactly right so it's not about monsters and shit right it's not like scary stuff it's like literally your worst case scenario like in possible the real situation world in the real happen. world you could be in so this, that's adult nightmares yeah, yeah so this girl is grinding on and let me tell you this is the funniest
0: part of this part so she's grinding on me and for some reason as she's grinding on me this girl looks like a creature scaly skin flaky or whatever just yeah. disgusting look like, if you look like that in real life i'm sorry right but donkey pox yeah. and, stuff. and then she was and i'm on the wall like this <laughs> no like this, i'm screaming like stop and then for some reason, as she's grinding on me, she keeps screaming, "I'm married. It's cool. I'm married." And I'm like, "That doesn't make sense." And so I stop. And so she's telling me she's married. And in the nightmare, I go, "I'm married. You can't do this." And she stops. She goes, "You're married. You piece of shit."
2: <laughs> so <laughs> <Don't> you sh- <laughs> your worst case scenario is just being gaslit. Too? Yeah. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I was like, I,
0: it's like "You're married too." She goes, "That's different. I'm a fucking woman." I'm like freaking out and then everybody in the club looks at me and all these women are mad at me oh shit like I'm a piece of shit oh shit and I'm like what the fuck and I'm looking at them going but she's married too and they go it doesn't matter you need to be a better fucking man and then I wake up (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm like, yo, this was the worst fucking nightmare I've ever had in my life. It's just a bunch of women in the club looking at me for yeah. being a piece of shit, even
2: though I was trying to be faithful. My shit isn't as funny as yours, but like the way like um, it kind of brings up some like umma issues, too. You mm-hmm. know, I had a dream. My mom shot me in the head in my sleep. And I woke up. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like my I can feel my brain. And I'm like, oh my God, pulsing, huh? Yeah. Someone shot me. Someone shot me. And then this is the part that's fucked up. Like subconsciously, I'm going to people like my mom shot me in my head in my sleep. And they're like, no, she didn't. Nuh-uh. Come on, dude.
0: See, it's just, and I'm like, yo, what? See, in my dream, they they were denying the cheating thing. Right? <laughs> what, what is that? Is that like a habit of weed? I Gaslighting? That's what happens when you smoke it's weed. The gas-
2: yeah, I don't know. My dream get, I'm, I'm getting gaslighted too about it. I'm just like, oh Have my god! Have you ever spoken to somebody about those dreams? Because that's some crazy shit. I mean, here's the thing. Like, yeah, I do weekly therapy. And then it's one of those things where my therapist is just like, that's not my (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, There's like dream interpreters or something like that. Interpreters. But then that's when you get into the woo-woo kind of area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get into, that's where it's like almost astrology. It's too um, superstitious. Like for me too, in my Christian years, like it meant something. This is a message from God. Yeah. Right. Like remember, um, I told you about me going to Japan after the fucking earthquake and tsunami. Went to ground zero and all that shit. Did I tell you why I went? I don't know. I had a dream where um, a big flood like tsunami is coming, right? And then um, the thing is I see me as a three-year-old, like a toddler, and I'm crying. And I grab myself, and I'm just trying to save myself, and get to higher ground, right? And it's fucking full-on panic, adrenaline rushing, everything and I get to the top of this hill and then the, the flood floodwaters just stop right there at our feet, you know. And then I'm looking at the, the there's like a leaf in the water and it just dissolves because apparently tsunami is also acid. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I wake up, right? And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm crying, right? And what do I do? Jump on the internet, check the news. Fucking massive tsunami live in Tokyo. I'm like, oh my God. And this is for me, I took it as a sign from God. I was like, okay, I'm going. I'm going. I'm That's going. a very to weird coincidence though. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's too close for me to not think that it didn't mean something. You know, there's a, there's a lot of
0: weird stuff in religion. Like, you know, if our friends who are religious where... It's a little weird. I I think about, maybe it's because of the weed now where uh, you get like kind of introspective Oh and you think about stuff, right? Because for me, and I've been having conversations with um, other friends recently about like, you know, I wouldn't say it's my departure from like Christianity, right? But it's me in the process questioning my faith and my religion.
2: Deconstruction.
0: And a lot of people don't like those conversations. Yes. They think that when you deconstruct your religion or you think about your relationship with God, they think that you're walking away from him, Mm -hmm. right? But for me, it's like how I viewed it is, how come you don't question it, right?
2: Well, why don't you think about it? Because It's too absolute for them. Yeah, yeah. It's also their entire reality structure. This is why when when I was struggling through it, what I realized was that I was destroying other people's faiths. Mm -mm. That's not fair. Yeah, that's me being vindictive because I'm mad at Christianity, and that had to do with a lot of my therapy. It's like no, I'm mad at these pastors. It's like yeah, and then I got mad at in turn with like the whole church and at Jesus and at God and the whole lifestyle, and then the idea of me wasting my life to yeah. do some serious Christian shit. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? Yeah. I saw, why the fuck did I go to Iraq in the middle <laughs> yeah. of a war? You yeah. know, it's like crazy. You know, after I left. ISIS took over, blew up that giant temple of Jonah with, like, tons of sticks of dynamite and shit. Oh, for real? Yeah, that place where I was with those people, like, the Christian villages, ISIS fucking threw them off the top of buildings murdered them and shit. That's fucking insane. You're this close to dying. Yeah, like, and I did that because I love Jesus. Yeah. I did that because I believe God is real. And then if you were coming to me at, like, something that might rock my very... Fabric of reality, mm. and I'd go crazy. Yeah, like my everybody's first action is defense. So I had to switch up. How do I bring up these questions and these conversations to people? Right. Yeah. And there's I had to learn there's a line I can't cross where it's like, okay, they're not there. They're not going to question that yet. Yeah. There's very few people I get to talk to about that. And one of the coolest people right now is Jason Min from Citizens Church. Sorry, Jason, I haven't been to church in a while, <laughs> though. You know, I, I lost my New Year's resolution. My, my, my buddy, uh, James, <laughs> who was on this podcast, knows him too. They're friends yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, I can have all these conversations with him. And I was so thankful that I could sit and talk with him about that. We're thinking about, you know, my Bible study at, yeah, at yeah. Mama. We've been talking about, he and I talking, because... He's a pastor of a very influential Korean American church here in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um he's one of those pastors that it was has the original deconstructed uh, Sovereign Grace, original Sovereign Grace. Yeah, yeah, they've evolved, you know, even theologically, you okay. know, where they realize this hardcore Calvinism, you know, from it's not it maybe that's not the answer either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's a it's been a great church. Sorry, I haven't been there. But yeah, you have to find the right people to talk to. Shit, you can talk to me, we can maybe branch that shit off and do the Bible study at Momo thing. But back to what your question was is like, yeah, you got to actually figure out the right question to ask.
0: Yeah, I, I, it's it's like one of those things too where um you know when people ask where you're so when James was on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to release a podcast where he touches on his, not departure from God, but him going from Christian music into regular, like rap right. music, right? Wait, James who? James Hahn. James Hahn. Okay. Uh, Sam Ock's friend. your okay. Your mortal enemies. No, We're cool. Yeah, cool. We're,
2: You guys yeah, no. no,
0: did I tell you I
2: met up with him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You met okay, on the podcast. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. so we're,
0: we're fucking around now. But, um, you know, a lot of people were commenting on his on on the podcast. Like, you'll read some of the stuff that's like, "I don't know what your journey with God is, blah blah,", blah but this isn't for me, blah 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 blah. And they're like gossiping about him in the comments. Is and this I'm, the
2: Uzuhan? Yeah, guys, ex- okay.
0: I, I only listened like the first
2: like ten minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they were gossiping about him on his music video about his faith with Christ. And i mean, isn't that inherently unchristlike? Yeah, dude. So like, I don't understand how that works. How do you guys get into a digital online group? And then you discuss somebody else's faith and his departure from God in the worst way possible. You're not doing it to help him. You're not doing it to wh- whatever you view as a like the right way of Christianity, whatever that version is. You're doing that to bring this guy down, to beat him down, to lift him up. I don't understand the point of this.
2: Coincidentally, it is happening in the same time to uh, another artist, Lil Nas X. Did you see his latest clip? No. He said... I- I'm going into my Christian era and he's singing like a Christian song. What? He wrote a Christian song and it's not bad. He's, really? It's a song, him like reaching out to God like, I got these issues. They tell me only you can solve this. You, you know? You what's crazy? We've and, been- But he got so much hate. Why? From other celebrities too. Other rappers, other like they're saying, yo, first you mock God and now you want to be, act all Christian. You can't, you can't do that. Yes, you can. And it's like, hey, <laughs> do we want them to be Christian or not? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you asking for? <laughs> well, exactly. That, like, what the fuck do Christians want in America today?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they want to keep their group.
2: Yeah. However, the fuck they want it. Yeah. You know, and like the, the... they want their culture. Yeah. They want their nuclear family. They want it the way it was, or it used to be, or whatever. Yeah. But, hey, let's go back to the way it was when Jesus was alive. Yeah. The way it used to be. Yeah. Without any running water. (laughs) You you got (laughs) stoned to death on the street. Yeah. I I don't think you guys want it like that, dude. (laughs) Like, what are you guys talking about this way of life in this culture? And then you look at Jesus and everything he's doing. He's breaking culture. Yeah. They're like, yo, Jesus, we don't do that. Yeah. he's like, I do. Yeah. And he changed it. I mean, for 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 somebody like Lil
0: Nas X, right? I mean, you probably, if you are, I mean, the biggest issue was for him, or what people, you know, had problems with him was his basically celebration of the devil, right? <laughs> and then if he's going to flip that around and praise God, then you basically your prayers have come true, right? But now you have an issue because he's becoming the face of Christianity. Well, at the time, like for me, anyways, if I, if, if he can get if i'm you know a hardcore christian right and he can get talk to the youth and saying that oh this is the way i was before and there was something wrong here and i found god isn't that what you want
1: yeah (laughs) are you upset
0: because you weren't that person yeah is because you're not getting the glory is that why you're upset it's just a little hypocritical i don't
2: understand what the point of that is the point is that modern day christians don't know what the fuck to do yeah and they act like they do and they shouldn't they should just fucking say they don't know what to do rather than choosing to sin yeah. instead of doing the Christ-like thing. You know what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to love them. You're supposed to love them. I, I was—I
0: I had a conversation with a buddy of mine and, you know, he was talking to me about, you know, some of the podcast stuff that, that we talk about in Christian. He was like, do you feel like, you know, he wasn't being mean about it. You know, I think he does feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, But he was like, do you feel like you as somebody who – you tell me you're Christian, but you have these conversations about the stuff that you went through. Do you think that deters people from Christianity? Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life and I'm not – just saying that i'm talking about taste and texture wise you, you just can't beat it hero bread has zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and is high in fiber and guess what now it's made with heart healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well i'm telling you right now i made a blt with this and it was freaking delicious if i if i eat bread this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying. It's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their, if you, if you eat breakfast brio as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just cause like, if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S U S one zero I was like, I don't know if it necessarily deters people from Christianity, but it is stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. So I choose to talk about it. Because maybe it's therapy for me, right? So... You know, I'm glad that your your walk in Christ and whatever the hell happened to you was great. Whatever the hell happened to you. Whatever,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever the heavens happened. You know, <laughs> whatever the hell happened
0: to you was all fantastic. But my walk wasn't as great as yours, yeah. right? I, I went through a lot of shit, specifically in a church that was very corrupt. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever talked about this stuff. And we always brush things under the rug. And every time we do that, nothing gets better. Yeah. Well, guess what? when I talk about this stuff, other people speak up in oh, their own yeah. churches. Oh, and they yeah. start being like hey this is wrong. Oh, and they start talking to other people. We shouldn't do this anymore. So I think people are just very good at sweeping things under the rug and they act like everything's okay because they're so scared that somebody's going to look at their church or Christianity in a bad way. Well, guess what? If you don't confront that problem now, it's never going to change. Yeah. It's never going to change. People are going to continue to be shitty fucking people. They're going to be power hungry and no and everybody goes unchecked. It's the same thing that happens in Hollywood. Yep. Right? Everybody sweeps under things under the rug just so they can get an opportunity and nothing ever fucking changes. That's why I hate these fucking stupid galas, the the gold gala or whatever the fuck That's just called. What's the Asian one called? Dude. It's
2: the Asian masturbation award. <laughs> yeah, it's basically
0: what it is, right? Yeah. And they're basically perpetuating the stuff that they say in Hollywood, but they're doing it themselves, just in a different group with different faces. Yep. So I, I don't agree yep. with that stuff at all. And you know, if anybody who's a part of that wants to sit here and have a conversation with me, oh, we could talk for days, because I've been to that thing and I've heard every single one of those fucking actors in that group sit and say nice things to somebody's face and they go to some other group and they start talking shit about that person at the same fucking event. Yeah. You're, you're,
2: you're psychotic. You guys are fucking crazy. The weird thing is like, it's also a bunch of dweebs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're Brad
1: Pitt's and mm-hmm.
0: that shit. It's like dweebs. Yeah. It's like, what is the point of this shit, dude? It's so fucking dumb. Yeah. You know, but even oh, now, God. like we are weird. Uh, You know, to go back to that little Nas X thing, like we're, we're, we're finding, I don't know why this is happening, but we, we are finding a lot of people going back towards like Protestant ideals and Mm -hmm. Christianity. Yes. A lot of people, they're talking about God. They're talking about, oh, this way that I've been doing things, this whole anarchist idea has left me feeling terrible. And now I'm
2: going this way. I don't know why. Yeah, dude. And you know, who's helped bringing it towards the mainstream? The UFC. The US Oh, Yo, yeah. man. Come <laughs> <I'm> on. <laughs> Every fucking Saturday night. I want to say thank you to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say thank you to my Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> or like, hey, first things first. All glory to God. You know, it's yeah. like th- there's a thing with athletes uh where um in order for them to humble themselves because to be a fucking champion, you have to believe you're God. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. But then someone like a John Jones or whoever, they got to say, there's- this higher power than me too while i might be ruling this i think that's how these men culturally you know check themselves then you got a Kabib, a devout muslim you know right? what's interesting like well, it, it's religion i don't think it's just christianity there's like yo there's the ways of the old that keeps us in check yeah and then it's part of a thing masculine thing because we're doing something so primal in watching people combat or you know people who are fighting right and when we do that we just like think of ourselves in the days of old and our ancestors who did this too yeah 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 you know
0: you know and we we've been yeah. seeing it now too where like i think people are really getting to see how powerful religion is like in the good and a bad way right yes. like when we talk about the like i we haven't i haven't spoken about this on this podcast just because i just don't know Right. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about it too, where it's just, it's such a complicated topic that a lot of people want to dumb down and say it's very simple, right? Yeah. It's the issue that's happening with like Israel and Palestine. Yeah. I I don't know how many messages that I've got of people coming at me saying, why aren't you speaking up? And I'm like, let me tell you something here, you fucking simpleton fuck. Like, do you think it's an easy conversation for me to bring up on an hour podcast where I literally speak about the death and murder of children? Yeah. Like a war that has been happening for years and you want me to simplify it within an hour? Somebody who lives in the comfort of this podcast in this seat in the United States. What the fuck do I know? Right. What can I add to this conversation? It's like, you should say that children dying are bad. Hey, no shit. (laughs) No, no fucking shit you think anybody's arguing that fact? you think anybody's arguing the fact that what's oh happening right now is an atrocity? yeah you like, think that if I said something now it hasn't been said a million times over that that event that happened that that happened the bombing of that hospital is one thing that happened over a sp- a period of like seventy five years yes, that is not the first that's what's so irritating about this fucking youth. you think that that was the impetus it was
2: not the impetus, <sighs> yeah, shit happened a long time ago. you may argue. It happened 1,500 years ago, not just 75.
0: And they want somebody like me, this fucking idiot who has a podcast called Genius Brain. Born
2: from the opposite side of the world, grew up on the even further opposite (laughs) side of the world. Let's talk about what's happening there. But like while it's being the, it is the largest news. No, they want you to join their side. Exactly. Not like talk about it. (laughs) Because I wouldn't even be, listen, and I did think
0: about, doing a podcast on this, but there was so much history I had to read, read about, yeah. ask so many questions. I left more jumbled than I did before. Yeah. Right. And once again, we're not talking about the death of innocent people. That is a consensus
2: that everybody doesn't want that to happen. Like you're at a point where you get it every time someone says it's complicated. Yeah. (laughs) Because you looked into it and now if someone wants
0: to ask you, you're like,
2: fuck, it's complicated. This
0: is the annoying part. If you say it's complicated, do you know what the response is? How is the death of children complicated? It's like, (sighs) that is, you're so stupid, it blows my fucking mind. They're looking at the elephant an inch away from their face.
2: Yeah. That's what it is, yeah.
0: That's exactly what it is. And like for me to kind of just boil this, topic down into like an hour like I said before. It's so stupid. And you know, Selena Gomez, she got she had to delete her Instagram for a second because she put out a statement saying people saying like why aren't you saying stuff about this? She goes, Because as a celebrity, if I say something, what can I do? And then people fucking went in on her, called <laughs> her a monster. They tried to fuck her up online. It was so bad. But literally, I just remembered not that long ago, they said, you know what, if you're an actor, just fucking act. Don't talk about politics.
2: And she did that, and she still got flamed. This is how stupid this shit is. And do you know what the number one song in Israel is right now, apparently? It's a song about killing and fucking up American celebrities for speaking out. This is- <laughs> like, you, you know see, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, even if you did, would you make it on? It's like, what? what's the purpose? What is this game? Right? Yeah. Look what's happening. Let's like n- try not to play the game for a sec. Right? Let's look at Let's look at this whole fucking map. (laughs) Oh,
0: by the way, apparently nobody gives a fuck about Ukraine anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we forgot. And we completely forgot about those Ukrainians
2: that we gave billions of dollars to. In fact, we couldn't fund them in their last rounds of asking for money because of what's happening there. And now apparently the reports are a lot of Russian investment, you know. So shit is even more complicated. Like this is... It's very, this is affecting a completely different
0: war. So there's, it's just so hard to say. I don't know what the solution is because over here in the United States, they just put aside, <clears throat> we want peace. Okay. <laughs> no shit. Cease like, fire now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I hope they can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. I was talking to my buddy who's, who's Jewish and he's like the hard part for like Jewish people here is that, you know, we're, I'm, I'm Jewish and you're going to feel for your people. Yeah. But I'm a Jewish American. Mm. I don't know what it's like over there. And it's hard for me. And he can't even say this on his own platform. Like on stuff. He goes, I just, what I want to say is like, you know, for us as like a Jewish American community here, we're so far away from that conflict. We actually don't know what it's like to live there. Yeah. Right. We don't know what it's like in Gaza. We don't know what's happening over there. We just know that we feel something for our people. And if I even show a little bit of empathy towards Palestinians because they're human beings, my people will fucking fuck me up. They'll call yeah. me a traitor. They'll call me all these other things and I can't even say anything. Because now that you've seen this, there has been so many <clears throat> like anti-Palestine shit, so many anti-Semitic shit that's popping up. It's terrible, dude. Yeah, It's so fucking bad. And this is stuff that I yeah, maybe it's because of the weed once again, where I think about this a lot. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm like, I don't know what the solution is for them. I just don't want it to happen. And that's where I feel so stupid. If I go out and I go on Instagram and I go, Hey, (laughs) ceasefire All right, David, what next?
2: Yeah. You know, and do you think this is people like who are angry at you, they keep convoluting social media for real life. Yeah. That likes and content affects real life somebody even said this they're like well you did that for maui
0: bitch there was a direct place where you could deposit the families (laughs) there was an immediate solution give money to the families who lost their home here are their venmos there was a direct solution we're talking about war. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't a natural disaster that happened. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about war. People's lives, people are being shot, killed, murdered, and bombed. What are you talking about? David, where's your gun? Where's your boots? Yeah. Why aren't you strapped up? Like, like, why aren't you on the next flight? Th- this is what I'm saying. And like, I, I think that uh, it, a lot of social media people got smarter. Mm. Because in the beginning, ev- you, I saw it. The same people that I saw, it, they were like, fuck Palestine. And then a month later, it went free Palestine. (laughs) I was like, like, hold on a second here. You know what I mean? And you could have a change of heart or whatever, but you were coming at people. Yeah. Because they weren't holier than thou like you were. They weren't the ones that were out there. They call it
2: the front lines. The front lines? You're making an Instagram post. All right. So this makes me think about 9-11. I was in 11th grade. Were you in ninth grade? Yeah, yeah. I remember my first my home class was video production, and so the teacher had a big giant TV screen, and the news was on. World Trade Center's one's on fire, and I walk in, and I, and I said, "What movie is this?" Right? And they're like, "It's not a movie." And I'm like, holy shit, because my school started so fucking early. It was like six thirty or seven in the morning, and so I'm watching this happen, and then literally, <clears throat> second plan goes in. I and know, so you, yeah, like we were watching it on the on TV. They rolled out the TV, and we were watching. Right, like, and it, if you hear what all these Israeli people and then like even their their Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, um, which we won't get into him because he's gotten got a whole other political bag. Of There's shit. some crazy shit yeah, about that, we're, that guy. We're not, we don't have time to talk about this shit. Yeah. But, like, yeah, like what, what it makes me think is what America happened to America afterwards. Yeah. Like a lot of kids born after nine eleven have no idea of that America before yeah. 9-11. It was a different country. Yeah. Damn near. And especially the response that was happening was how, what, what they were telling us, right, was support our troops. That was the model, wasn't yeah. it? For years, support mm-hmm. our troops, support our troops, support our troops. War, let's go, war, 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 and we were all for it for sure. I'm older now, and we're seeing this terrorist attack, and I remember those days because I've told a million times I grew up in this rural, all white yeah, town, yeah, yeah. and they were, and we were like, "Why do they do this?" And they're just like, "Cause they hate us." Yeah. You know, because they have to live with sand in their ass. So
0: there was a time before, guys, when you were on a plane and you didn't have to take off your shoes at TSA. (laughs)
2: You you could take someone to the airport, go right all the way up to the gate Gate, and say and say goodbye. Yeah, not anymore.
0: That changed re- literally right after nine yeah. eleven. Like kids don't remember that shit. Like I, I,
2: all the the metal detectors, the screenings, the TSA, all of that shit. And it actually gotten a little more relaxed because I think for years it, it was, was hard get to the airport five hours
0: early. Yep, it was like that. They were that scared. Yeah. It was crazy too. I remember there was a guy who was a—he's a buddy of mine, still a good friend of mine. He was hardcore atheist. I was, this is, this motherfucker started praying
2: so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. yeah." I mean, I told you, like, I met a guy in Iraq. Another white dude was a missionary who went there because of 9/11. He became Christian. Yeah, it changed the world. like yeah. the way people looked. So now, if you get into the shoes of these sensitive. Freaked out anxious people of attacks because shortly afterwards, anthrax happened. Yes. Too. And then what happened? We fucking invaded Iraq and had nothing to do with 9-11. Yeah, yeah. And you have to look at what these these countries now are looking at and, and want to do. They don't want a two-state solution yeah. on both sides. And the whole world is like, guys, settle down. That was a thing that
0: I didn't know about. Like until I started listening to a bunch of podcasts and interviews of pro-Palestinian and pro, pro-Israeli, and once again, I'm not because sta- I don't I do live there, so I don't know. But that is the one thing that was in common. There is no two-state solution. They want none of it. Yeah. And I was I was actually shocked. I'm like, oh, because you know, from a simpleton's point of view, I'm like, can you guys split it? Is there a way that we could divide land? No, because one people. Are, I'm anointed, we are anointed by God. This is given to us, Right. this is my land. Yes. And I didn't know any of that shit, you know? Uh-huh. And I see, I watch these videos of multiple, I'm, I'm talking about, I've probably seen hundreds of videos and it's that same argument. God says, this is mine. Yeah. Allah says, this is mine. You're on my land. This is God given, this is Allah's land. He said, it is given to our people, you are invading us. Yeah. But this is our land given by God. There is no two state solution here. Either you leave or we leave, or you die or I die. And that shit's scary. you.
2: That shit's fucking frightening. And you're seeing what's happening. And we said it before. So, why is America so invested in it? Why are we in that shit so hard? And I mentioned it last time because we got a bunch of evangelicals who think they know what the Bible says and are looking forward to the end of the world. Because of what the book of Revelation says and shit.
0: I just find it really fascinating, like on our end, where how can people who live, who have lived in the comfort of the United States even fathom or pretend to know
2: what people are going through over there? You don't know. Which is, but it's the same thing though. It's their same God-given <laughs> yeah. entitlement that the end of the world's coming and it's like, hey, you on this train, you on this end of the world train. And so they're like, They want our government to help destroy, you know, Hamas, not just Hamas, but like literally Arabs, literally Mecca, literally like just and it's like, why are you even inserting this into this? So you're taking this opportunity in this war to insert like American nationalism and imperialism and into your Christianity, but also because you want to end the world. Yeah. You want the apocalypse happen? You want it all over like I that's the crazy part about why, you know, the the parts of Christianity where I'm just like I'm not part of that. You know, you know what's like interest I want to say the word is interesting is how
0: sad it is for I you know, someone like me, I didn't understand what was happening in Gaza. Yeah. I just didn't know it existed.
2: You know what I'm saying? It's, and you know what's crazy, too? They fucking... All the places that are bombing out and shit, historical, biblical places, yeah. you know? Yeah. They don't give a fuck because it's war to them. And they are like, isn't this special to you,
0: too? Yeah. This land, you know? It, it, it's weird because, you know, I'm seeing these back and forth from a lot of people, and I'm just observing it to see what's going on. And the people who are arguing are, like I said, people who live here, right? Who aren't Palestinian, Middle Eastern, or Jewish. Mm-hmm. They're just yelling at each other. But it's like, none of you are doing anything. The imperialism idea, it's like, it is our responsibility
2: to go save these people. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> but how? But right. How? It's like, people are yelling at Biden that, you know, diplomatically, America has a relationship with Israel to be like, ain't nobody going to destroy Israel. Yeah. you know be, uh, but it's like, in this part, it's like, honestly, they can't ask us for more weapons because all the weapons are American weapons. Yeah. Like, America gives billions and billions, you know, to the state of Israel. You know, we our tax dollars had a huge hand in building the Gaza Strip. Yeah. And partitioning it. You know, that's what's happening. And so, understandably, that's why people are mad like, hey, like, we've been living our lives blind to it, but then that money we give up every year, a part of it is going to kill Gaza. And Gaza. I mean, Palestinian people, you know, it's understandably they're angry, right? And this is why it's like, what can we do? Yeah, What can you do from here? It's like when you know? war happens, people suffer the most, mm-hmm. right?
0: And then I, I keep seeing these videos because I can't turn my cheek to it. I can't not see it because it's happening you see people in Israel these children dying and then you look over at these palestinians their children are dying they're crying i'm like i don't i don't know what to do here
1: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free.
2: It's like, <laughs> that's another thing. Over half the population is aged like 8 to 18. Yeah. Kids. Kids half the population. And have you seen the videos of them bombing? Yeah. It's those are kids.
0: Children. I you see kids missing their limbs are missing. Yeah. And I'm talking about four year olds, three year olds,
2: two year olds. And it's just They bombed Bethlehem too. Yeah. Like Jesus' birthplace and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, dude,
0: that's Jesus' hometown, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> fuck. It's it's kinda crazy, man. Um how like what how poisonous like religious fervor. Can be right Mm -hmm. when somebody believes in something so hard, like the lives of other people are like devalued is fucking insane. And I just can't imagine myself doing that. Right. But then, like I said, it's just from my perspective living here. So it's, it's just a weird thing when an other celebrities are trying to out other celebrities for not doing what they feel that they should do. Yeah. Right. It's just, like I said, it's an oversimplified solution for a complicated subject. And I just, I've I've seen other YouTubers, you know, they're doing this podcast, just talking pure nonsense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when we have people online who are scholars, yeah. right, that are trying to break down this conflict. And even then they say it's a complicated topic and a subject. Yeah. But then you have some of these YouTubers, some of these podcasters, like, let's talk about this because it's a hot topic. You are going to fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put it out there, you're going to hell. You like, need some time. <laughs> y- you, you you need Jesus, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, you saw this thing happen. You saw videos of, like, people being murdered and you went, hot topic. Let's talk about it. I'm talking about people drop podcasts on this thing when When that hospital was bombed, I'm talking about two days after, and they had an opinion about it, yeah, it's like are you are you so morally corrupt that that
2: you thought that was the move I mean, at this point, though, do you have like an opinion about it, like what you think and feel about it that you're ready to share? No. It's like <laughs> <not>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, like for me, it's like I'm look. just
0: at a point where I'm asking questions, yeah. And I want to hear other people's perspective for people who have experienced, lived, and they know what's going on, right? Because it would be, I would be a liar to say that I could explain what's happening within even four, five, six, seven podcasts. I I am not the one. And nor do I feel comfortable talking about stuff like that, right? Because it has nothing to do with anything that I know about. Mm. So I don't have the confidence. And I also think that it's just, I don't know, something inside me just doesn't feel right, right? But when I see other people on this platform, just use that as a thing for them to Get yeah, likes and clicks. Hey, do that with celebrity gossip. Yeah. Yeah, do that with Kanye and Kim's fucking relationship that's happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lil Nas X no longer sucking dick. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know? It's like, no, let's talk about
2: war. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, did you hear what Israel did? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that bitch. Like, I mean, like, seriously, it's not like that, right? There are people in my circle who I saw
0: that, and I was like, I'm just going to tell you, I lost a little little bit of a lot of, bit of respect for you. Yeah,
2: like you just choose a side like right off the bat and you actually don't know what it's about. Like, Because yes, face value, the terrorist attack is terrible. And then the worst thing you can do is sympathize with a terrorist. right? But the most I tell you, the most wise thing to do is give it a shot. Hmm. Why would this motherfucker strap a fan on his back and parachute in and just kill these kids?
0: Well, that was the the thing that you know for somebody who like myself who wanted to see what was happening right because we've heard of Hamas for a long time mm-hmm. right but then I go back to this word impetus what caused
2: Hamas to form yeah right and I just didn't know I, I didn't know what was happening it was and then when I looked into it it was all that shit I didn't understand when I was in fifth grade <laughs> that was just on the news all, all the, time, the time you know yeah. and like Bill Clinton getting these two brown people to shake hands I'm like Ooh. yeah you know and then from there it was actually those peace talks failed yeah and then you know and then there's the there's a timeline of the shit of where it comes but to nobody wants to go that far back because yeah. it actually requires for you to research
0: it actually requires for you to think for yourself and it's it's look i understand it's tiring but if it's not tiring enough for you to make this fucking 30 minute po- like bullshit podcast video about a very complicated subject you could have gone back and at least looked at that right because it's a very serious topic and so you know when we looked at that like you can't even say this if you, if like, even on this podcast, I'm pretty sure there's going to be comments coming at me where I go, where I literally said, I wonder why Hamas exists. And they go, so you support them? It goes from <laughs> that to that. I hate that shit, dude. It's like, what? what the fuck? So if I, if I, if I ask a question, it auto- automatically means I'm supporting this terrorist organization. Yeah. For me, I'm like, why? It doesn't take the fact that I think they're terrible, Yeah. you know, but uh, if, but we have to ask why. Mm-hmm. It's like, where did these people come from? Why
2: do they feel this way? And why is it like this? Like, you you got to ask yourself, what would it take for me to do some crazy shit like that? Well, if somebody literally took my family home that my great-grandfather built with his own hands and and they kicked me out and then they got some dude just living in there. And then in the meantime, uh, they killed my kids and then they killed my wife and then they killed my sister and then i went to a peaceful protest and i every day for two years and then they shot my legs out and now i can't walk i'd be a little mad i'd be mad I i mean this is what like white americans can understand too man like and like what exercising the Second Amendment is? It isn't, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Like I said, and that once again, people hear you say that they're like, "He loves Hamas."
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> like, come on. Okay, here's another thing. Then Attack on Titan just finished. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? That's basically it's this. Yeah. If you can see how fucking complicated war gets because of how much you hate somebody for some shit somebody did a thousand years ago, or or maybe a while ago. Or whatever it'll never end yeah it will never end
0: and then on the other side too you can now see what happened what was it october 7th yeah on october 7th how this bombing that happened people in israel right whoever was attached their children were murdered in this hospital and they that's their experience of what happened. Now you can see why they'll be like Islamic extremists as well because yeah. they're gonna take that rage from what they felt from this wrongdoing that happened and it's gonna create this. Hate only allows for other hate to happen. It's just gonna to continue to
2: grow yeah. over and over and over again. Dude, and that that leads to like, you know, what people are raving about for war though, like, here's what Koreans understand, um, like, South Koreans hate communists. Mm. They really hate them, you know? Yeah. And they we had a whole war about it, and we're still actually technically at war about yeah. it, right? So, you know, I remember I had mentioned before that my grandfather was in Vietnam, you know, not as an American soldier, as a Korean soldier, you know? And I knew just the bit historically that when America went into Vietnam, like, Korea was like, hey, we'll go, we'll be there. Right, mm-hmm. because of what America had done for in Korea, South Korea in the Korean War. And I YouTubed Koreans in the Vietnam War and it's war crime, war crimes, war crimes, war crimes, war crimes. And I'm like, Holy shit, my hotobaji is a war criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the only reasons Koreans went they only spent sent their there, like absolute did you see that no, one clip of uh, Bobby and Andrew Santino, where
0: Bobby's like, Korean people never had slaves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, they the Google world record for longest period of slavery. Like, Korea had, like, the longest period of slavery <laughs> over any nation. Bro. For, like, 1,500 years.
2: Yeah, I was like, but, oh, hey, sh- we enslaved each other, okay? Yeah, it's, it's different, dude. <laughs> that's why classism is so hardcore in Korea. But, yeah, I mean, that's... There's like all these things. Like, I realized I I sat down with my my cousin visit Washington when I was up there too. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I just looked up this thing. Like, my grandfather was in Vietnam, and she goes, "Your grandfather's a war criminal." Like, she already knew. <laughs> if I say Korean in Vietnam, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they were immediately, immediately, yeah. So the testimonies from the Viet Cong about Koreans is fucked up. That's crazy because all I yeah. dated was Vietnamese girls. <laughs> so like, that's crazy how that's crazy. Our, our generation doesn't know anything about it. We, we didn't know about that, right? And then I look at myself like I get all salty at Japanese people about not knowing about World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> shit, you know,
0: dude. Uh, so I actually watched um, an early release of The Boy and the Heron.
2: Ah, oh, fuck! I'm gonna see that this Sunday.
0: Yeah, I watched an early release of it, and it, you know, it's 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 a coming of age story. Mm-hmm. It's about. Um, World War II, and you know, and interestingly enough, I spoke to Joe, Joe Jisakawa, and he spoke about his grandmother, right? And his grandmother doesn't know anything about the war. And here's the reason why. And you're going to see the story of Joe, it's basically the story of Joe's grandma in Boy and the Heron. So a lot of like Japanese elites who had money, they didn't experience the war. Mm. They took their money and their wealth and they just hid in the mountains until the war was over. And so you're going to see that in this. And I was like, holy shit. That's exactly what Joe said about his grandma. Right. And you're going to see that in this film. So there was like people who were at ground zero when all this stuff was happening, right? But rich people- rich people don't experience shit. Yeah. They just go away and they come back whenever, you know, when everything's cool. Yeah. Especially like people who were like in like in the industrial, uh, a part of like that industrial revolution in Japan where they were supplying military stuff, like uh, steel work, like metal work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those, they were very wealthy during the war. They were profiting off of the war. Mm-hmm. So they're just making a shit ton of money and they just kind of lived off in the mountainside and did whatever the fuck that they wanted. And you're going to see that
2: in this film. Yeah. I mean, I- I'm all for it. It's like, this, this is what we had this conversation with Oppenheimer people wanting to see Japanese people get blown to smithereens. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, here's the movie for that. There's a little side of the, the story. It's like, let them create mm-hmm. and I'll see it. And, and like, have you seen it yet, Oppenheimer? No. Okay, you're coming over to my place. Okay, yeah. Shit, okay. But yeah, like, you know, what? when you ask people like us, what can we do and stuff like that, it's like we tell the stories. Yeah. You know, if we can be here and let you guys know what's going on, like deep into the character of it, even if you don't want to, even if you don't want to understand terrorists, mm-hmm. you don't want to understand a murderer, you know. but you love watching true crime for some reason. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Yeah. you know, but seriously, like, um, there's an old, not old, I can't believe I said that, but there's a movie, Syriana, uh, George Clooney. It's like, it's like these series of. Stories with people interconnecting, and that has to do with um, this event that happens in the Middle East, terrorism, right? And it follows all these different characters, and that leads towards this big thing. And it's like you even follow a young, you know, Muslim boy, and you see how they become radicalized. Yeah, you take all their shit away from them. I mean, people are asking right now, why is Gen Z boys turning more conservative? Why are they listening to Andrew Tate and all that shit? Like, hey, if you take away these certain things and accessible things or whatever, they're going to look to something that gives them hope. Yep. And I always talk. I'm
0: pretty sure you guys are tired of me saying this, but I think you guys are finally coming around to what I'm saying. I told you, you swing that fucking pendulum hard this way, what's going to happen? It's going to swing back. Swing right the fuck back. And you're seeing it right now, Mm -hmm. right? It's just... I don't know. History constantly repeats itself over and over and over, and you would think people will be smart enough to pick up on this trend. But when you're in it, they don't. And now, young people now are so easy to be make them like radicalized. Uh We see like a like for a hot second before this before the conservative movement is starting to happen. Now, what was it? Communism and socialism was popping, Mm -hmm. dude. Oh
2: God, Doug,
0: Everybody was like socialism
2: light. Bernie. And, and then like capitalist socialism through Andrew Yang. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, at least for Andrew Yang, it it seemed a bit pragmatic. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. But like, but yeah, I mean, like the swinging hard back is, is just like these young boys looking at also looking at these dudes that our culture today is like, when we look at Gen X white dudes and say, you ain't relevant. Yeah. We don't care what you say.
0: On that shit, there was this video of this one guy. He was like a Russian dude, and he was just like talking. He goes, "I don't think you guys understand what's what communism is." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like this is this is the dumbest conversation I'm having here. It's like why why do I, somebody who escaped communism, have to tell you how bad this is? Yeah, you know, you guys idolize this ideal, but you don't know what it's like. They they need
2: to a better word at structuring like what the idea is yeah yeah yeah. or give it give it a better name like what bernie does is calling it democratic socialism we vote for it hey do you want to pay more taxes for this yeah it's it's that basically and other nations do it but when we do it because we're america (laughs) we say no that's communism Mm -mm -mm. and we can go in circles and circles all you can do is just vote yeah and then we sit here and when we see the way the fucking waves turn and we'll just talk about it. We observe. We're the watchers. We're not like the leaders or else you guys would vote for us. Yeah. But instead you guys quote unquote vote in your way of just you know, berating your guys 's favorite influencers to believe what you believe, yeah like, to vote
0: for you, yeah, like i 'm saying too, like don 't ever look towards an influencer to tell you where your moral compass should go. Are you out of your <laughs> fucking mind? I literally stuffed my pants with two socks the other day and I put it on my instagram feed, and you 're asking me about the war in fucking <laughs> Palestine and Israel? Are it's you like, out of your mind? <laughs> of you in your undies a huge chunk go to comment section free Palestine yeah like (laughs) I I got couples though this is girls was like you know what's happening in Palestine are are you fucking out of your mind (laughs) who are you asking
2: yeah like what, what honestly for me is like if what my hope is for people listening or watching is that just take a humane approach yeah just be humane You know, that there are human beings. And if you're a Christian too, honestly, both sides, the eyes of Jesus and all of them. Come on, guys. Like loving them, loving your enemy. Like getting to that part is like the hardest thing for Christians. And they refuse. Yeah, They refuse to love. Did you see this report? I forget what article, if it was New York Times or something. But there is an issue in American churches today where... Um, like you said, there's Christianity's popping back in, in American culture, so dudes are deciding to go back to church, right? But they're hearing a pastor say to turn the other cheek, blessed are the meek, pray quietly, you know? Yeah. Don't be a jackass. Yeah. Love your enemy. And then these new Christians are like, hey, man, I, that's soft. It's in the that's Bible, It's like, that's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's the other thing that people need to understand. All these fucking Christians who want us to keep sending these billions, like, to preserve Israel or whatever. You know Jesus predicted that is, Israel would be no more. Oh, well, they don't want to talk about that. <laughs> they don't want to talk about that. Like, it, and it's like one of the biggest events. Jesus finally getting to Jerusalem after just trekking all of, it, like, the land. And when, what does he do when he gets in there to fulfill the prophecy? He Doesn't find a colt he gets a donkey <laughs> you know and then they're all saying hosanna 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 and then they lay the palm trees at his feet to honor him most modern christians don't read the bible though. they don't read the bible but then this is the thing like his disciples perspective, they are like holy shit he they love him they they haven't seen him yet they heard of him like he is the messiah yeah and and they're like jesus isn't this awesome and he's like, you know what he says? He's like, man, if these guys didn't say anything, the rocks would cry out. Yeah. He's like, he didn't care. Yeah. He didn't care. So, and then when he gets in, they're like, they see the temple of Solomon. They're like, oh my God, Jesus, look at this. This is amazing. And then he says, you know, all of this, like it's going to be gone. It's going to be destroyed stone from stone. All of it's going to be gone. Right. And they're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then he says, look at that lady over there. He sees a poor lady give her only two cents. That's all she had, and she gave it, you know, in her offering. And he says, "That's fucking crazy." People read that verse and always use it as a way to make people give more offering. Yeah, right. That's not what he meant. Yeah, he's like, "That's crazy." Just like all those televangelists that prey on old white women that ask for their government checks and like. Their money that they were gonna to give to their children for inheritance, they they give it to these fucking televangelists. Well, it's, like,
0: it's like people who use therapy to weaponize things, yes. right? Like they take things out of context. It's like
2: the same thing that was happening. Jesus called
0: that shit out two thousand years ago too. What is like the one of the biggest misquoted Bible verses and it was years ago where um it was mentioned about the whole it was like, a, it was the blood is thicker than water, right? <laughs> but the whole scripture is not blood is thicker than water. There's this whole thing at the end where it basically explains that this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your bonds that you have with people mean more than this familial bond that you have. Yeah. Right? It's like the families that you create and the bonds that you create will be a stronger tie than the thing that ties you then with blood. But then people only took that one little piece and they kept using it against people. Right When you see it happen over and over again,
2: the point of oh, yeah. all that was was to say Christians, like I'm not saying you're not supposed to care, but like he said it was all gonna go away and then keep reading about what he says about what matters. yeah, <laughs> what matters is the people, it's the people, it's not the land, it's not the buildings, it's the suffering, it's the widows, it's the orphans. It's the homeless now. It is the dying. It's the sick. All of that. Yet the Christians of America today just want more war. And I'm just saying, go read it again in the book of Mark. Like, check it out. He's like, talks about this war shit. He, he describes all that too. It's like, guys, love the people that are there. Love your neighbors. Love your enemies. That's what he's asking for. That There's your solution. There's how you do it. That's how you piece. Yeah, but they don't want to read the Bible. Like, you don't
1: want to do that. <laughs> it's but, too long. <laughs>
2: so, that's okay. You don't want to read it, so it's all right. Well, guys, that wraps
0: up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I know we're going to have a lot of fucking hate on this one. Uh, write in the comments below uh, about your thoughts about this podcast. Uh, like I said, I don't know what's going on. And as an influencer who stuffs his pants for content, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. So um, see you all next time. Genius Brain every Sundays at 12.00 p m secret society s s c r t s o c i e t y dot com uh you can go ahead and copy your high quality fashion basis there jumbi matcha once again check out my store in Waikiki and also we're expanding the brand i think we'll have probably hopefully a
2: total of fifteen stores next year so and uh check out my gas station and watch this
1: In just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
0: Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life. And I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this. And it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their, if you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just cause like, if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S 1-0 at Hero dot c o